0: Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of playing catch up. we got gonna get up soupy today. We're we'll gonna be talking about The Mandalorian season um, two, episode seven, that just came out last week, and discussing the NBA season, which is starting up soon on Christmas Day, I think is when the season starts actually. Um, and I'm gonna be joined by my friend Grant Cole to discuss that. So, but first, I wanted to Let's spend a little bit about who I am and um, what this podcast is and what I hope it could be. So my name's Brian Foyze. I'm 18 years old. I live in Maine. I'm studying journalism and film in college right now, and I've always had an interest in uh, media, podcasts, video, uh, screenwriting, all those different things. And I, you know, I've tried over the years a couple times to do a podcast. And um they all haven't worked out, you know, if you if you know me, you know. So uh, trying to do a real good attempt at making a consistent product here with um this playing catch up podcast. So what I'll be discussing, it's gonna vary week from week, but um uh, basically stuff I I'm, I'm interested in, uh, sports, pop culture, the news, politics, um, you know, and I guess occasional things that come to mind. Um but yeah, hopefully you'll choose to join for that if that sounds interesting, and if you like this episode, uh, maybe someday we can have some, you know, guests on who are in those uh, fields. Possibly, you know? Who knows? Uh, but first, this episode, we're going to start with the Mandalorian review, and then we're going to go into NBA talk, so here's that. Thanks for listening. All right, Mandalorian. Great season so far. I'm really loving the show. And I wanted to talk to uh, you guys, give my opinion, give my takes on um, the most recent episode that came out last Friday. It was Chapter 15, The Believer. It was the seventh episode of the second season. Um, So if you have not seen this episode or have not seen any episodes of this season so far... I would skip to the uh, NBA segment of this podcast and um, return to this when you've seen the episode because I uh, think I have some good thoughts on this. I'll give you a second. All right, now that they're all gone, let's get into it. So, chapter 15, The Believer. Uh, I don't really want to recap the episode because uh, I I assume you've all seen it already. Um, but I'll just, you know, give a little brief synopsis, um, to, you know, recharge everyone's brains, I guess. <laughs> so this is the episode where, um, uh, the Mandalorian and Mayfeld break into that, uh, military base to steal the plans of Moff Gideon's ship. Um, Mayfeld is, you know, taken off the prison colony where he's working and, brought there to help them with the mission because he has inside knowledge of the uh, Imperial system. So firstly, I wanted to talk about Bill Burr's character because, and his name is Mayfeld for those who have just been calling him Bill Burr. I think the um, part of the issue that I had with this character in the first season is, and it's sort of like, like what if Jerry Seinfeld just popped up in game of thrones or something or you know these established people who have a very signature turn of phrase very signature voice that um when you see them somewhere else or playing somebody else you're confused you know seinfeld's never actually played i don't think he's ever been in a movie that he wasn't playing himself well he was in that b movie thing but i think that was a extension of his character on Seinfeld as a B, I guess. But Bill Burr's character in the beginning of the show, in the beginning of um, last season, when they were rescuing, uh, when they were on that prison ship, um, I thought it was a little jarring at first, because I was like, all right, this guy clearly has a distinct regional accent from Boston. And um, it was hard to separate that from the character. Because all you could see whenever you were seeing Bill Burr on the screen was like, oh, this is just Bill Burr, the comedian I've seen on, you know, his comedy specials or SNL or F is for Family or um, appearances on late night shows. So that's all you know him from. So you can't really separate that from the character. But I think what they did in this episode, and I think that was maybe deliberate if they want to explore this character further past these two episodes he's been in, Um I think what they're trying to do is establish him as a actual person. So it's not just like, what the fuck is Bill Burr doing in Mandalorian? It's, you know, this is Mayfeld. He is an ex-Imperial soldier. He has this rich um, history. And I think that it's interesting in Star Wars whenever we see these, you know, characters who are outside of the Jedi, the Sith, the um, Stormtroopers, or you know, leaders of the New Republic or the Empire, I think it's interesting when we ever we see those people, because, you know, there are obviously people in this, uh, Star Wars universe who are being undoubtedly impacted by, um, these wars that are happening, and they all have their own opinions, obviously, like, you know, in any situation in the, in the you know, in our reality, um, wars impact everybody, so... When you just get the perspective of you know the Jedi or the Sith or the Stormtroopers, then you don't really get to know the whole thing. But when you see people like Bill Burr um, or Mayfeld Mayfeld describing his um, you know situation and what the impact of the war had on him, it's it's more like a real thing rather than just like good versus evil. You know there are br- there are um, nuances to this, because, you know, in any situation in reality, it, there's no such thing as a clear-cut good guy, bad guy, and I think we've seen that also in this season with those, um, you know, TIE fighter pilots who were just like, as long as we get the money, we don't care. We don't really care what happens. We're not really enforcing the law of the land. We're just trying to, um, you know, collect money, <laughs> and then that's, you know, maybe a bit of social commentary on part of the Mandalorian. But I think that having characters like Mayfeld who are not action heroes is really important to make this story live on. And we'll talk about, I'm sure at the end of this season, you know, what the future of Mandalorian looks like. But I think adding more characters in who are outside of the narrative we've already seen is important to keeping its longevity. And secondly, the big moment of this episode was definitely when the Mandalorian had his mask off, or his helmet off, rather, for a considerable amount of time, and we've seen him without his helmet on before, in the um, eighth episode of last season, just for, like, briefly, for, like, a few seconds, just to see, you know, this is the guy, (laughs) and it was a surprise to a lot of people, but... I think this is something that maybe, you know, Mandalorian has been criticized for over the years, not over the year, over the year that they've been, you know, having this show is that the actor who plays the Mandalorian is such an accomplished actor and such a great actor who has, you know, been in successful movies and critically acclaimed movies, and they've stuck him behind this helmet. And maybe, I you know, everything in Star Wars, especially with this, you know, John Favreau, Dave Filoni team, is intentional. So what you get with the facade of the helmet is like, you know, this guy is a cold, uh, brave action hero. Doesn't really give two shits about anybody. But when the helmet is off, you see on the inside... Somebody who is, you know, looks a little scared, doesn't really, you know, no insult to Pedro Pascal, but he's not like a Chris Evans, um, you know, Chris Hemsworth action hero. He's, you know, a a different, you know, brand of, you know, more like rugged um, looks to him. So, you know, it's, it's a different story that they tell. You have this, you know, when the helmet is off, you can see, you know, through his expressions much more about the character. And maybe, you know, now that his helmet has been off for such a considerable amount of time, and we've seen all these other Mandalorian characters like Boba Fett, who's just come into the episodes, and all the ones that he met on the, um, you know, in a previous episode, they all roam around without, without their helmets on. So maybe it's time for The Mandalorian to, you know, decide to, I don't know, exercise or follow the the code of Mandalorians a little less. I definitely think Disney gets a little, um, I don't know, benefit probably salary-wise <laughs> by not having, um, you know, an A-list accomplished actor always on set because when he when the helmet is you know not uh off it's somebody else yeah i I thought this was a really good episode i'm really enjoying how the end of this season is turning up because i think this show really you know kicks into the high gear when it's just when when it's when it's just baby yoda and the mandalorian or somebody like the frog lady You know, you don't really learn more about the character because he's the only one talking. So when he's able to be contrasted with characters like Cara Dune or Mayfeld, you get to understand more about the character. You know, the understanding comes from the contrast and the comparing between other characters in the story. So I think this is the the second to last episode of the season, and... By the time this podcast comes out, the episode final episode of the season is probably a couple days away. So I'll have a new podcast about that um, recapping and reviewing that final episode. and then I think I want to do like a full episode looking at not only you know this these few seasons of Mandalorian, this season of Mandalorian, but also what the general Star Wars um, Disney plus outlook is for the future, because if you've seen those recent announcements, it's all really interesting. The sokotano show, you know, Fantastic Four movie coming out soon. So a lot of interesting stuff. Um, stay tuned for uh, NBA season preview with my friend uh, Grant Cole. All right, so the NBA uh, season is starting up soon. I think the first games are starting on Christmas Day. Isn't that right? Yes, it, I think so. Yeah. The preseason's already underway, but that doesn't really count. So I wanted to take a look at um, how I think the teams are going to stack up this year, what the playoff picture could look like based off of what I think right now. And I thought the perfect person to do this with would be Bill Simmons because he's knowledgeable, but I couldn't mm-hmm. get him. And then I said, okay. Rachel Nichols, she hosts that ESPN show. Amazing. Would be a great guest. Obviously cannot do that. And then I said, okay, Grant will be able to function on a basic level during a conversation. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) now Mm -hmm. we're going to talk basketball, all right? (laughs) Yes, sir. We're both NBA fans, and I thought I could run by my predictions for the playoffs um, with him. So what I've done is I've selected eight teams, what I think is going to stack up with the playoff next year. And I'm just going to go through it. I'm going to start with the West. um, I'm just going to say the team, and I'll explain why. And then Grant, jump in and say, you're stupid for saying that, or say... Excellent job, and I'd hope that you would say excellent job. We'll see, All right. you know? We'll see. So first off in the Western Conference, and I think this is not, you know, a hot take. Um, I Don't put the Lakers that. as a no. shoe for the first seed. <laughs> They're obviously the defending champs, as everybody knows. Um, they still have um, LeBron and AD. They've actually locked them up for long term now. Um, they added uh, uh, Dennis Schroder, uh, Montrezl Harrell, Mark Gasol, and Wesley Matthews. Um, maybe we see Caruso and Kuzma take a step up this season, become a little less of a Caruso's joke.
1: Are, Caruso's already taken that step. He's the third best player on the team. Maybe second. Lebron's on the Lebron's on the rocks. depth. The thing about Wesley Matthews is that he's bad. So I don't think that that will be much trouble for Caruso because he is not bad. He just looks funny. That's why people are joking on him. Uh, The only way the Lakers don't get the first seed is if they don't care about it and just don't try Like the, like, like the, um, Warriors did for most of their run.
0: Yeah. If they, if they really lean into load management, that could become an issue because if you don't have a lot of their offense is initiated by LeBron. So he's the primary, um, ball handler on the team. So, and also with the, you know, defensive intensity that he brings to the game, you know, it, it cascades through the team, you know, and he leads by example. So with you know, assuming that LeBron isn't um gonna be playing in a lot of the beginning games, I mean, I assume he's gonna be in the building. Um, so he'll still be able to have some sort of leadership there, but he won't be on the court. So perhaps you could run into an issue where, you know, LeBron didn't play enough and A D took a step back maybe or um, you know, somebody gets injured, or the people they've acquired over the offseason um, don't end up being what they thought they were going to be. But I I feel like those are all really you have to go thing, through a lot of ifs to get to yeah, that. Yeah,
1: the the Lakers are the best team in the West, probably the league, and the, uh, that's that. They they might uh, like I think easily first in the league. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really
0: know who else, cause Man. maybe you could have made the argument that with I don't know, um, that Brooklyn has um, two stars that are I mean, I think maybe you say Kyrie's. I don't has think has a little Kyrie, bit of an edge over AD, but who knows?
1: Kyrie isn't. I don't think Kyrie's in the same conversation as AD, LeBron, and Kevin Durant. I think mm-hmm. he's like a star, but those three are like, go. Gener, they're the generational guys. LeBron's still generational, which is wild because he's an old man. But yeah, yeah, I don't think um, Kyrie is on the same combo. So and the Lakers have a better bench plus supporting cast.
0: They actually improved over the offseason. <laughs> More so than anybody else, really. Like, I mean, we're going to look at but, it later. But... Like,
1: they stole Mantra's all for $8 million or something like that. Which is yeah. crazy. <laughs> like, what are you talking about?
0: And from Toronto's perspective, and we'll get into this later, but then they, they lose Ibaka, too, to the Clippers. They
1: lose Ibaka so and Gasol.
0: Second seed in the West, I got the Denver Nuggets, which is... One of Grant's favorite teams. Yes, Beyond is. the Celtics. Um, I do love me some Nuggets. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> both both Chicken and Denver. No, I've seen stop. your TikTok. Hey, stop that.
1: <laughs> TikTok, singular. Only Nugget in a biscuit. <laughs> um, yeah. The nuggets, I think there's a bit of a conversation for second seed. Because first seed is the Lakers to lose. Obviously, I yeah. think the Nuggets are in that conversation. I think the Clippers are in that conversation. I mm-hmm. think. I don't think the Rockets are anymore. I don't think. No. I what don't... about
0: the Mavericks?
1: Uh, uh, they've got Doncic, who is
0: probably uh, the third best player in the West. But maybe he uh, can. Can he carry the Mavericks at a, at a Giannis level, where Giannis sort of carries the Bucks?
1: I think Giannis, look he has a better supporting cast. Like, Doncic has Porzingis, but yeah. Porzingis plays, like, half the games. So,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know. And they've acquired Josh Richardson. From yeah,
1: the he, so that brings up... He's a pretty good defender, which was their main problem last year, so... We'll see. They, uh, I don't know if they're in that conversation yet.
0: But let's just, for the nuggets, um, so Jamal Murray and Jokic are in contention for the best young core in the NBA. I think top two, top three maybe. I'm a, um, yeah, I'm a big Jokic guy. Big and Jamal Murray really took a step up in the playoffs, playoffs last year yeah. where he was taking a lot of uh, big shots and making a lot of big shots.
1: The thing about the Nuggets is that they kind of don't... Like, Jokic in particular does... Playoff Jokic and regular season Jokic are totally different. Because he's more of a pass-first guy in the regular season. Where we saw in the playoffs, when he takes shots primarily, he's sick. Like, he's super fun to watch. He can win games. But in the regular season, he doesn't really do that. So it kind of depends on... If he changes that a little
0: bit, um, and then you have Porter Jr. who could take a step up. I feel like they're, maybe, maybe they're nurturing that as a tradable asset. Bull, um, bull. Come on. Yeah, then you got bull, Break him bull. Out. And, and He's
1: I, so cool.
0: <laughs> and I want to introduce in this the what I call the the Taco Fall, um, scale, where on one end you have Taco who is Super mostly top. meme. He's so Mostly tall. meme, because his name is Taco and he's very tall, but he's not he, he's so amazing tall. at basketball yet. He's so tall. And then you have, on the other end, you have Alice Caruso, who's a meme, but he's also good at basketball. And I think in the middle of that, you have Bulbul. Funny mm. name, super tall, <laughs> kind of good at basketball. He's really good take at basketball. Up.
1: Like, have you, like, oh my gosh. If he, like, I think if. He stays healthy. He's just gonna be really good for a long time because he's seven three with a good wingspan, and can shoot, and is good at defense. Like, what are you talking about? That's in the out.
0: beginning of the bubble last year. They were they were playing Bulbul at the five and playing Jokic at the one, <laughs> and I was just like,
1: they had an all <laughs> six seven plus lineup. And <laughs> no one knew what to do about that for, like, the first couple times.
0: They should acquire Taco. And then you have All right. an all-center lineup.
1: <laughs>
0: and Which is Isaiah not Thomas. helpful.
1: No, get him, too. Get Isaiah. That'd be super funny if you had Boban and Isaiah Thomas in the same lineup.
0: Sort of like a... From Mont Waters and Taco Fall, sort of thing, on the Red Claws. Yeah, except that they can play basketball. <laughs> um, Mavericks three seed. We've already touched on them a little bit, but um, just to recap, Lucas Pois taking a big step up this season. Um, Josh Richardson. We've already mentioned. Um, I feel like they would have won that Clipper series if Porzingis hadn't been injured. Is that safe to say, Grant? Ah. Uh... I don't think
1: so. I think the Clippers, as funny and as cool as that dumb shit shot was where he hit that game winner and then mm-hmm. this is my shit on the, on the Black Lives Matter <laughs> logo, as, fun as, as funny as that is, I don't think- What was Kawhi- funnier,
0: that or when montres Harrell called him a bitch ass white boy? definitely
1: the shot i'm the bitch-ass boy -boy boys like uh who cares a
0: lot of a lot of time spent on espn about that Uh, well more (laughs) time spent on fs1 because fs1 is the conservative
1: like like, i don't care about that at all i'm shocked who cares i'm shocked montrez here apologize
0: that like what because i think he about? was getting hate from not hate but people were criticizing him on tv like, and i think you were racist like, to lucha Tumchich. like what
1: are you talking about
0: who cares huh i certainly don't <laughs> um for the fourth seed i have portland um here are my notes on portland uh so they were a real threat to a lot of teams last year although they only got kicked out they got kicked out in the first round, but they beat. Who were they a threat? They have to? to. They had to fend off the Suns, the Pelicans, the Kings. They didn't to get fend that off eighth the Suns. spot.
1: They didn't fend off the Suns. The Suns were undefeated no. in the bubble.
0: But they had to beat all those teams to. They didn't beat the Suns. The Why team.
1: were they in? They were not good. Why were they in? They were not good.
0: Why? Well, they designed that whole thing so that Zion could get in. And then the Trailblazers <laughs> ruined that. I can't. But then ha- also, I'm... how can you have a system in which Phoenix can go undefeated but still not make the playoffs like, in the book. Exactly.
1: That's super dumb. Didn't so, really make much sense. So I don't think the Trailblazers are good. I don't think mm-hmm. they are. Well, this year they're getting Nurkic back. Hopefully he's good still given that his leg snapped in half. Maybe mm-hmm. that will take a toll. They also got <laughs> Ro... Yeah, they that could mess you up. Well, whatever. They also got they Ro... Did a, they, co- got,
0: they made a lot of moves. They Covington, got, Giles, Cantor, Derek Jones Jr. They're they got moves. Roco. <laughs>
1: they got Roco, Who's the only good player they got out of all of them. What
0: about Enos Cantor, Grant? <laughs> they. I can't play defense, but man, can I get an offensive rebound? Not really. You can't. Really. Like, <laughs> that's his what. That's the only praise people have for him.
1: Like he's kind of bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, Rocco's really, really good defender, and that is what the Triumph Blazers need a lot of, because no one else really
0: plays that
1: on that team. So I, don't I, I know, feel like Portland is a seat.
0: Portland but, is a situation where it's either they're drastically overhyped or drastically underhyped, and I feel like it's somewhere in between because well, people are always saying no one ever mentions Portland, but like, are they not the good? Eighth seed, so why would you?
1: Like <laughs> okay, who cares? Yeah,
0: but then you can make the argument that Nurkish was out a lot of that season. You could. And,
1: that's that's true. Plus, uh, I don't know if he's good enough defender to really, like, help that much. That was... The, they really sucked at defense. Uh,
0: but if it was like a... If it was like a Denver-Portland matchup in the playoffs last year, or a Portland-New Orleans... Not New Orleans, um Utah. Um, I think they lose both of those. Pretty heavily. Really? Yeah. I don't think... Who do you have to guard Damian Lillard?
1: On what team?
0: On the Jazz, specifically.
1: Yeah, I'm not very scared of Mike Conley. (laughs) I don't think he's a series breaker.
0: There were also a scenario where Mike Conley, when he wasn't playing, the team was better. Like, there was a stretch where Mike Conley (laughs) didn't play, and they won a lot of games. Yeah, they should (laughs) have... They switched
1: him out for Ricky Rubio, which was wrong. <laughs> I, <laughs> Ricky Rubio was better last year.
0: Yeah. So,
1: so that was an odd... Well, I would have made that move too, because I thought Mike Conley was better as well. I was wrong too. So I can't really be like, ah, why'd you do that? I get it. It just didn't really work. Uh, I don't So
0: where th- would you place them? Instead of a fourth seed, I think the
1: Trailblazers are in the same boat as the Grizzlies, the Suns, and the
0: really Warriors. That bad? That race for the eighth seed? Yes. I feel like no, That's they're a, they- they're a pl- they're a playoff lock with Nurkic and with with Nurkic healthy the whole season. Then he you have a be playoff Legs
1: snapped in half. I don't know if he's going to be hundred <laughs> percent.
0: I don't know. I could see a sixth seed.
1: You're right. Well, yeah, I could too. I could also. I think see Lillard ben is enough of a star. ninth. <laughs> I could also see that.
0: I think Lillard is enough of a star that he can carry it to his sixth seed. Ah, I... Without
1: much help, he like barely carried him to the AC last year. Like, he's sw- he's super fun, but is he? Can he
0: get out of Portland ever? That's the Lillard question. No, because if Lillard he's is on there. the Celtics or something, no. then that's good. <laughs> he well, yeah, I think he's
1: just one of those guys that's staying.
0: Yeah, like Steph Curry,
1: but not as good. Like Steph Curry, but not as good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Speaking of Steph, I think that they, if Clay didn't die again, rest in peace. I think they could have done the third or fourth seed,
0: but I put them at the fifth seed. So that (laughs) was a great segue, Grant. (laughs) I don't
1: know anymore. Now they have to depend on a rookie center being good at defense off the bat. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I wanna do that. <laughs> like I Steph Curry is so good at basketball. Like it's stupid how good he is.
0: And I but think... comma. Oh okay. now he's okay, playing
1: ahead. with Marquise Chris and Jordan Poole and uh
0: That G League team they assembled last year, led by Draymond,
1: like Dray. Oh my god! Like I kind of, they're gonna be good once Clay gets back Mm -hmm. next year. I don't know what they're gonna do this year. I don't know if Steph is gonna fake an injury and be like, "Dang it, no more basketball, (laughs) bye," (laughs) and just let Wiseman uh drown. I think, I don't know, Wiseman might be super good off the bat, but I wouldn't bet Uh, on his defense. No, he's going to be sweet on offense, I think, regardless. I don't know if he's that good at defense yet, because no rookie centers usually are.
0: So they also, Andrew Wiggins, (laughs) that happened last season. Like,
1: Um, we've seen like seven years in a row someone say, People are gonna be shocked at what Wiggins is gonna Andrew
0: do. Andrew Wiggins is gonna take he's over gonna the league He's gonna be NBA. good this year. And this then... is his league. Everyone's on notice. And then he
1: comes out and is like, What's up? I'm here and puts up 20, I don't really like
0: basketball. Twenty
1: three and three on forty percent field goal shooting and can't defend and can't shoot threes and can't shoot free throws. Like and he's paid thirty million dollars.
0: I think Wiggins is on the record saying he doesn't like basketball that much. I can tell. (laughs) I can tell. Like in the Anthony Edwards boat where Anthony Edwards was like, I I actually wanted to play football, but I was convinced to play basketball. Sorry. I think
1: Anthony Edwards is going to be better. I don't know. I think he's got more explosiveness. I think he cares more. He played on... Uh, fucking Georgia basketball on purpose. Like, yeah, you've got to care a little bit to do that on purpose.
0: <laughs> yeah, and now they have Kelly Oubre too.
1: I don't think they would have made that trade if Cl- they knew Clay was gonna die again.
0: Yeah, obviously that's that's, that's trying that's... to take at least forty percent of what Clay Thompson can bring you in yeah. Kelly Oubre. Um, but I also I don't I don't think you can discount. Um, Steph Curry. I mean, I can't. But he might take an injury and be like, "Dang it!" Yeah. But I don't. I don't think he's that sort of guy. I feel like he could be like, "This is my MVP year, and I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna will these guys by myself <laughs> to a fifth seed, I'm gonna make Lebron Eric
1: Pascal sh- score 15 points a game, and it's gonna be sweet. Watch out. Cause I'm coming. The
0: league's on notice. <laughs> Eric Pascal, watch.
1: Welcome. Woke <laughs> up feeling dangerous. Everybody, watch out. Eric Pascal is coming.
0: Six seed. Clippers. Six? Yeah.
1: They have Kawhi Leonard, remember? You think Kawhi Leonard's going to finish behind a Clay Thompsonless Warriors team and a
0: Trailblazers team? This was hard to say. Don't say. But it. they blew a three-one lead. Agree. Back. That was stupid. Correct. Stupid can't question. <laughs>
1: hey, dumb ass. <laughs> you idiot. You lost <laughs> basketball. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, shouldn't have happened. <laughs> I know. I'm.
0: They're like, cause like pre this season they were like. The league is on notice, dog. I'm I'm the new king of LA. This is my city. I think everybody said that on the
1: team except Kawhi. (laughs) Yeah, like Kawhi did his job. You know who didn't?
0: Everyone else. In particular, Paul. I'm playoff P. Uh, Pandemic Playoff P, P, P and I'm gonna, gonna hit.
1: Pandemic P is gonna stick with him for the rest of his life. His life I feel like
0: him hitting the hitting the side of the hoop. Yeah, is gonna it's stick with him the rest of his life. He's gonna have
1: PTSD from that more than snapping his leg in half. Like
0: no, but I I think that's important in in why they're the six seed. I think you have on a whole team scale intense PTSD from. I don't think Kawhi Leonard how, remembers how,
1: that far. I don't think he okay, does. Okay,
0: well, besides Cyborg Kawhi...
1: That's the thing, though. If he's on a team, they win basketball games in the regular season, at least. And usually, the finals. I'm a big Kawhi believer.
0: I think that what you saw last season was an example of, well you know, Kawhi Leonard is an amazing player, top five of this decade, of the last decade. Um You have to consider that the whole cyborg element of him does not lend itself to a good locker room vibe. Uh, he can't be the, a team Raptors, leader if he never talks. The
1: Raptors? He was really good in the Raptors locker room. I just don't think that he meshed well with the Um, culture that they had already. And now, that culture is gone.
0: Gone. And now it's Kawhi's culture. Kawhi, the thing
1: is, that culture was all well and good, but none of them were as good as Kawhi Leonard ever was.
0: (laughs) In in my notes, I say Sixers of the West, and I think that's what you have here, is a situation that there's a team that is... On paper, amazing. But are the
1: sixers on paper even amazing? I think everyone banks on their potential, but now it's like year five of that. Well
0: two top well that's like in the past, that's what we've said about um Philadelphia is that they have top they have two of the top fifteen players in the NBA on the same roster with a you know generally average to above average supporting cast. Well, Um,
1: neither Embiid nor Ben Simmons is as good as Kawhi Leonard. Or arguably Paul George. Because neither of them. Ben Simmons needs to shoot with the correct hand. Because have you seen his (laughs) jump shot? It looks like he's going up with the wrong hand. Yeah. I I, I don't think... uh, No. I don't think either of those guys are as good as... Uh, they don't... No. <laughs> they're not as...
0: Okay, so you wholesale disagree with that?
1: Uh, yes. Because neither of them have even had past
0: success. But I think the thing was is that there was potential for... You yeah, know, but with... They're both all-stars. And I think they... Did they both start or no? Have they never started? I'm not they're sure.
1: They're both all-NBA, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But... Kawhi Leonard is a two-time NBA champion, and Paul George once finished third in MVP race. And Mm. Embiid and Simmons have never done
0: either of those things.
1: Okay. Nor have they gotten past the second round.
0: So maybe they're the 2018-19 Celtics of the West.
1: That makes me so sad that that is kind of right. On
0: paper... This looks amazing, <laughs> but it will not good? end up doing all right. Why are
1: you good? we have a
0: bad locker room guy, Kyrie Kawhi. But he's not a bad locker room guy. <laughs> okay. He got,
1: he got his friend Surge back. He's mm-hmm. gonna be fine.
0: Okay, so you'd you'd put them in the fourth spot and then move. I think that they're
1: in the race with the Nuggets for a second.
0: Okay, so you'd put them in the two spot or three spot. Let's put it. I think let's say three.
1: I'm a big Nuggets guy, so I'll put them above
0: them. Let's put the Nuggets at the three spot. Mavericks, I mean, uh, Clippers at the three spot. Mavericks at the fourth seed. And then Portland takes Clippers position at the sixth seed. But let's go. Let's do seventh and eighth first. This Um, is
1: the fun zone. Because now we get to talk about Memphis, Phoenix, Utah. New
0: Orleans. Noel. Yeah. New, New
1: Orleans Noel. We love
0: Nirlins. We <laughs> get to talk about Nirlins, Noel. Putting the league on notice.
1: New Orleans Noel, watch. <laughs> he was the sixth pick a long time ago and was compared <laughs> to Bill Russell. So now he's going to show it.
0: Is he on the Knicks? Where is Nerlens in a while? He's the third center on the Knicks. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, really that's good like spot. That's like not playing in the NBA at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically yeah. means nothing. Yeah, that's it like, means exactly nothing. <laughs> I think I could be the third center from the New York Knicks. Thanks. And I'm like 5'8". <laughs> <laughs> you
1: got a really long arm. So, maybe. Mm, don't discount my wingspan. Yeah. So, the 8th seed, I think there's a really fun race coming between the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, the Blazers, the Grizzlies, the Suns, and the Kings.
0: So, Take I them. put 7th seed, Suns, eight seed, Pelicans.
1: That's plausible. I think that the Grizzlies could get one of those spots. I think the Kings could squeak into the eighth seed i think mm-hmm. the timberwolves now that they have d edwards cat i think they could do some fun stuff and get into the mm-hmm. eighth or seventh seed
0: i was really hoping that minnesota could also acquire devin booker and then it could be that would be so fun d cat booker and then you'd have an amazing team. I
1: think Cat just needs teammates that like him and that he likes, and he's never had that. Besides, Devo. and I think
0: didn't Cat's like whole family die of COVID? Yes, that's like really seven sad. people. And then Ben Simmons choked him out last season.
1: Thanks Sim- a lot, Ben.
0: Dang, that, that fight pisses me off because Cat. It's underrated B-M-B. because Cat because Embiid started it, And then he lost. But then Simmons literally tried to out kill of him nowhere like
1: that's and not any was going to
0: kill him if he wasn't stopped
1: uh, cat, cat lost to a guy that wasn't fighting with him <laughs> like that's not <laughs> fair and he got and you see
0: him like tapping the floor and like saying no i am choking <laughs> please me.
1: don't kill me I australian know from man australia where this is allowed but <laughs> not here Please leave me alone. And then his mom yelled at Embiid a lot while he was walking out. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah.
0: Um. So, seventh and eighth seed. We'll have to see what happens with that. That's gonna but be I want to switch to the Eastern Conference now. This is uh, the
1: boring conference because I don't see much change. I don't think any of the teams that missed it last year are going to make it. And I don't think any of the teams that made it last year are going to miss it.
0: Okay, we'll get to Washington at the end. (laughs) This is an audio format, but Grant just made a face that was like, I hate you for saying that.
1: Tim Allen movie (laughs) noise.
0: So, to be clear, I ran this by you like a week ago, but first seed I have, first, eh, there's no such thing as the first seed. First seed I have, Boston. Alright. So I feel like um Maybe. along with Denver, they probably have the best young core in the NBA. Grant Definitely.
1: Williams, Romeo Langford. Well, no, Carson I'm talking Edwards. like Tatum and Brown. Nah. Tramont Waters.
0: He just one of the name all the rookies.
1: Who is all older the... than everybody I just listed. <laughs> all of Did the you know Obi Toppin is older than Jason Tatum?
0: Really? hmm Tatum could be an MVP candidate this season. Yeah. It's plausible.
1: Uh, yeah. You know who else could be an MVP candidate? Anybody that plays in the NBA. They <laughs> definitely have a better chance. But what I'm go.
0: saying is, is, like, Tatum <laughs> could be like placed third in MVP. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. Sure. No. <laughs> sure. I don't think so but i think uh, kemba is still a question mark
1: i think kemba has new knee cells so we'll see how those work out for him (laughs) i think he's the fourth best player on the team
0: anyway the third best player being marcus smart yeah
1: (laughs) he's basically a five foot a six foot four center and i love him
0: I was afraid you were like a Jeff Teague head or something, You're a big <laughs> Jeff Teague. Jeff guy. Teague head? Who is a <laughs> Jeff Teague head? Um, can they improve at the five with Tristan Thompson? Um, I think a center core of Tristan Thompson and Daniel
1: Tice is the best center core we've had in since.
0: What about yeah. Taco? He's third, and we love okay. him for it. What about Robert Williams?
1: Oh shit! I think that's a really good center core then. Rob oh yeah, Williams, that's probably Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice. Dan- Is that the best center
0: core in the East? No, <laughs> it's not. Oh but yeah, I forgot surfaced. about Detroit. Detroit? Oh yeah. Doesn't that? Detroit have six centers at this point? None of
1: them are very good though.
0: I'm <laughs> just kidding. That's all right. <laughs> I've reserved a little space in here for you to just go off about Gordon Hayward, and... Okay, I do hate um, Gordon Hayward. Three, two, one, go. Okay, Gordon
1: Hayward, I dislike him very much. I think that Mm -hmm. everyone liked him too much because he was white when he got here. I think that... I know. I think that Brad Stevens tried to get him into the game plan too much because of how much he made, slash how sad the injury was. I think that he wanted too much, given because I don't think he expected Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum to be as good as they are now. I think he wanted to be... I don't think he was that good either. I think we relied on him too much. I don't think he's going to be very good on the Hornet, because I don't think Mm -hmm. he's very good in general. And I think that it's a good thing he's not on the team anymore, because now we can free up minutes for players that aren't, Useless. He's not useless. And
0: I just don't Nobody like expected Brown to be. I mean, I think you could have like, I reasonably did. expected Tatum to take that leap, but no. Well, I'm saying pre Hayward injury. Pre Hayward injury. I've been on the Jalen oh, Brown
1: point, train. That's why I started liking basketball because I was like, oh, let's see who was picked. Jalen Brown? He's got fun hair. I am a big guy, a big Jalen Brown guy. I did, as much as I am a bandwagon, not a bandwagon, diehard Jalen Brown guy, I don't think I even expected him to be this good this quickly. But he is. Mm -hmm. It's sick. I think not enough people talk about how good he is. I think that the gap between him and Tatum is a lot shorter than people realize. Mm -hmm. I uh, I love Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum a lot. I don't think they're going to be the first seed at all. <laughs> I think the Despite Bucks. Despite all of that. The Bucks have got it. <laughs> they have Giannis. He eats everybody on the Celtics up every time he plays us.
0: So I said two seed Bucks, but you're going to. Are you going to do the reverse of that? I think the Celtics
1: are going to be the third or fourth seed. I think the Nets. And I think the Heat could beat us in the second seed race.
0: Okay. We'll get into that. All right. <laughs> second seed, I have the Bucks. What Sweet. can you say? Any Giannis? team with Giannis on that will make the playoffs. The Drew Holiday edition, I mean, who knows what that'll ultimately do, but it's unlikely that could make it any worse. I don't Drew think... Holiday
1: is really good. Right. Yeah.
0: And Eric no, I... Bledsoe is not that good. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. Just, all facts. All facts. No printer. Um, <laughs> one of the best coaches in the NBA. Yep. Bud and but. But. And this is the only but that the Bucks have. Um, in a, you know, 2018-19 Warrior sort of way. The contract extension drama could derail morale in the way that I did with the Warriors. And um, that's the only way I see this going badly. Is if, you know, we have no idea if Giannis is going to resign. And it becomes an issue with the players.
1: I kind of hope he doesn't. I think it'd be fun to see him somewhere else. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Third seed, I have Miami. Mm-hmm. I think... You can make the argument that, that it could be Milwaukee, Miami, then Boston. But I could,
1: I could make it. I don't know. I don't know if the finals was a fluke. I think Bam Adebayo is so good. I think he's their best player, mm-hmm. personally. I think that they have a lot of good pieces, and if they trade for Harden, <laughs> that would be perfect. Harden in Miami. Have the White
0: Splash Brothers.
1: <laughs> One of which literally only takes threes, and I think it's the funniest thing. Duncan Robinson took more threes than twos.
0: Like, did you hear Tyler Hero say on a podcast that teams go after the two of them because because they're, they're white? Wow. Well, yeah.
1: They probably do.
0: Well, he, he sort of meant it in a way, not like a hate crime, but the way <laughs> there's like this <laughs> Wait, like the Kyle Korver, J.J. Reddick, like, white shooter sort of thing.
1: White shooters that can't jump slash yeah. can't defend. Both of which, they fit into that mold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So beyond that young core of Hero, Robinson, and Matabaya, you also have Tony Butler. Jimmy who...
1: Buckets and Precious yeah. and Achua, or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he'll Precious be good. Achua.
0: Um yeah. I don't have the numbers in front of me of the MVP race last year but I feel like Jimmy Butler should have been in the conversation.
1: I don't think so. I don't agree. I'm pretty sure he shot like 25% from 3. I don't okay. think he was as effective as like But
0: but not like a um he he MVP brought in a, a good of...
1: he brought a good culture to that.
0: Yeah. Like a team leader sort of thing, not He's... like the best player m v p
1: that's well you yes, he brought a really good culture to that team, and now they're just a bunch of like dogs in a really Wicked good way, cool dudes. yeah,
0: um, and I think they're sort of in like a scenario where it's like
1: they just don't play totally hard
0: discount them for not for making the um, finals, but also don't like, they're probably not gonna do it again. Yeah.
1: But they play harder than everybody else, and you, yeah, you can't really discount that.
0: Talent-wise, do you think the Boston should have won that series?
1: Talent-wise, absolutely.
0: It should th- have been a Lakers-Celtics finalist?
1: Yeah. Then I would have gotten really sad, because I don't think the Celtics could beat the Lakers. Nah. But who knows? Who cares? Doesn't even it's not even a thing so it doesn't matter but anything can happen mm-hmm. I- i'm willing to put a lot on the heat because of how hard they play at all times
0: um fourth seed i have toronto
1: toronto i don't know how good they're going to be it's really hard yeah, I to feel gauge like they'll it
0: they will slide down from the second seed
1: because they don't have a center anymore that isn't named Don't that Aaron. Aaron,
0: Baines. Aaron
1: Baines was I mean, pretty they good make a trade what are they going to trade for our,
0: Lowry for Gobert
1: no Ooh. Lowry's the heart of that team the is Lowry the best <laughs> Raptor of all time
0: well he's like is not the best player that's been a Raptor but he's like Mr. Raptor Well, if if you want to
1: go by that, the logic of best play, then Kawhi Leonard is the best Raptor of all time. Yeah. But, like, for play, I think he is the best actual Raptor that has been there a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think... Just like, just like in the same way that Big Poppy was the best Red Sock.
1: I mean, he might (laughs) actually be the best Red Sock in both sense. Like, Ted Williams... Why are we talking about
0: this? I don't know. Any excuse I have to say go Sox. Big Let's Toffee leave it at that. Was just amazing.
1: He was for a while. He couldn't really do anything besides hit, but that's like most of baseball. So
0: quick side note. Go. Sox. Once at a Red Sox game, um, oh. I was. We were. We had like nice seats, but I was like, I don't know, six or something. So Sex? I was like, a little shit. Six, oh, no six way, years but, old. But I was so like I was okay. um, So I kept yelling, "Big poppy, big poppy, big poppy," and like trying to get his attention. And he was like, like on deck to hit. Um, <laughs> and he was like, "Shut up, kid." Um But eventually, he was like,
1: "Hi, hey, little guy."
0: But it was only because I like wouldn't leave him alone. <laughs> And that's a side note. You put, that, that you
1: pissed off Big Poppy?
0: I pissed off Big Poppy. Sweet. Later in that game, I, because I was like, again, like six or seven or something, um, I was too antsy, I guess, and just wanted to like get more snacks, not really watch baseball. Like a kid that you take to a baseball game. Um, and my parents said I couldn't go to another baseball game until I was 17. <laughs> Ever again. Any, that's going to get cut out. I thought it was <laughs> yeah, funny to tell you. At least.
1: It is
0: funny. <laughs> uh, so, fifth seed, I have Brooklyn. And when I sent this to you, you didn't like it because you thought I was sleeping on them. But I do think that. Still. I feel like that this could be the most overhyped team.
1: Because really? Why? In
0: theory, Kyrie Durant should be amazing.
1: I think it will be.
0: However, we still haven't seen Durant since his 2019 finals injury. I, Kyrie has never led a team. We haven't I don't think seen he's Kyrie. going to.
1: He's not yes, going to lead tried. a team. He's okay, not going well, to lead my this opinion, team. I don't
0: think Kyrie has been the same. Hasn't been at his pre-Celtics level since then. Like, he hasn't been at... Kyrie
1: Cavs. had his best center had his year as a Celtic. He just didn't mesh well. But him, personally, he was amazing. He scored, like, 27 a game on good percentages and got, like, 7 assists a game.
0: And it's, I think it's because I just hate these two guys. Why do you hate Kevin not, Durant? Not Kevin Durant. Well, kind of.
1: Well, like, why, though? But
0: I put them in, like, the... It's like a Kyrie, Russ, KD, and Harden where it's like, I'm a mega rich, a hundred million dollars a year. I get paid and um, I just complain all the time and I like, never shut up and I act like the whole world revolves around me. Um, I don't think where- Harden
1: has said a word out loud in like half a decade. I just don't think you like James Harden's way of playing basketball. See, I'm a big Kevin Durant guy. I don't really care about Kyrie at all. He's really Kyrie good. Kyrie
0: has just jumped you the just, shark you just this offseason like... of being an <laughs> asshole. I don't think he like, has. I'm not talking to the media.
1: That's fine. Hey, don't talk to a good... Re- <laughs> I don't care. To. Why? Who cares? It's part
0: of the rules. You have to. Unless you're in If he's paying... If
1: he is paying the fine so he doesn't have to, don't talk to him. Who cares? I don't.
0: But I don't think you can beat Kyrie Irving. I'm in the Uncle Drew movie. I'm in all these Pepsi commercials. I have a, a, a mega sneaker deal with Nike. And yes. then also at the same time be like, I'm totally about basketball. If this was free, if this... If I... Wasn't getting paid, I'd still he, has he, has be playing Has he basketball. said
1: that? I don't think he has Because, no, anything that's like like general that.
0: He's just general vibe. It's sort not
1: of like, true, though, clearly, given that how many sponsors he has.
0: hmm
1: I don't think you do that. But he tries to
0: make this image of himself that he is, like, shoeless Joe Jackson, and he just loves the game of basketball, and I think he doesn't he... give a shit about the money. I don't, I don't when it's think he...
1: <laughs> are you kidding what are you talking about he's a whiny
0: little <laughs> he's asshole he's really I not him, that whiny I want him to shut up and i want him to fail you just don't
1: like him i don't get it i do like Kyrie. uh regardless he's good at basketball <laughs> sorry i don't care <laughs> he is
0: steve nash why, is, has he never Why is he the coach? Why is he the coach? Why
1: is he the coach?
0: And he's never been an assistant coach. He was a part of the Warriors organization, and he played in the league. Hey. It, it hey. is an egregious example of white privilege.
1: Yeah, it is. And
0: because Sam Cassell should have a head coaching job. Sam Cassell has been an assistant coach basically since he left the Celtics. Um... And he doesn't have had a head coaching job. I but.
1: agree, comma. But I think that Kyrie respects Steve Nash. Steve Nash is one of those vegetarian do-good people as well. Mm-hmm. And he played the same position as Kyrie and was better at it. I think Kyrie respects Steve Nash, and I think he respects Kevin Durant. I don't think Kyrie respected LeBron, and I don't think Kyrie respected Brad Stevens or Jalen Brown. <laughs> like I, I don't think that that was remember ever when, going to work.
0: I don't remember when the Celtics were signing basketballs for the Boston Children's Hospital, and Kyrie said, mm, "No, I don't want to."
1: I don't remember,
0: but I don't because he did.
1: That's not good done
0: um, the reasons that I he does pay he, but all right are strictly non-basketball i <laughs> strictly i don't like I them, don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad I'm you're so aware. aware i don't like them that's and fine james harden is also not on this team as james harden gets traded to this team which i don't think you know asset wise like i don't know how that would happen but if james harden is also on this team then they are whiny asshole Central, and if that's what if that's their niche, fine.
1: What are you, I don't get it. I'm sorry, they're not that whiny, first of all.
0: What, what? Wait, a, I don't wait, think wait, Kevin Durant wait, is that whiny. Are you saying Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and James Harden are not whiny? Harden's kind
1: of whiny, yes. Kyrie,
0: Kevin Durant is, Durant is also kind of whiny.
1: What is he whiny about?
0: Okay, he has like fake Twitter accounts where he bullies kids <laughs> that are mean to him. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and yeah. is like, boo hoo, the media is so mean to me. Where he just no, says he just... stupid shit and they report it. He's upset because they like said he said the world was flat. He I did. Don't think he...
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I don't care about that. <laughs> I wouldn't like having to talk to random dudes while I'm getting undressed either. It's part, off- it's part of the is job. It's part of the job. Why? He is a basketball player.
0: It's not like they're teachers and they get paid nothing and they also have to talk to these random people. They are mega stars who yeah are being Report paid hundreds of million dollars. Partly because of the TV contracts that these media companies have with the NBA. No, they're not TV
1: reporters. They are four websites. It is not like... <laughs> they are four sports websites that do articles. So he's I he's don't... upset at the Bleacher Report, is what you're saying? Okay, Kyrie doesn't have to talk to him, but he has to pay a fine for not doing it. And he's doing that. That's fine. He's paying a fine for not having to do it. It's not like he's just not doing it. You don't like Kyrie, and i nothing I say is going to change that. Yeah. But, I, comma, I, you know that team is super sick. Now let's talk about teams that aren't going to make the playoffs the Wizards, <laughs> the Hornets, the Bulls, the Knicks.
0: The... <laughs> I still have a six seed to go. I don't care. The Wizards
1: aren't going to succeed seventh. Okay, or Philadelphia, six seed. Yep. They aren't that good, but <laughs> trade for Seth Ben Curry. Simmons.
0: Trade Ben Simmons for James Harden. All right, I would do that. I would actually like Ben Simmons, John Wall, Boogie, Houston. That would be really cool. So quickly, Grant, I'm gonna go seven seed, um, Indiana, eighth seed, Washington, um, okay. six seed, okay. Philadelphia. I'm happy. You don't think Washington's gonna make the playoffs, and you think I'm underselling mm-hmm. Philadelphia.
1: No, I don't care about the Sixers. Oh, okay. Wizards are not good. Mm -hmm. They are not good. I won't accept that they're good, ever. I played with them on 2K with my my league and traded everyone away, and now they're good because they have none (laughs) of the players that are bad that are on that team now. Russell Westbrook can't lead a team anywhere. The highest he's gone by himself is the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. And now he's on a bad team that has Bradley Beal who can't play defense. He is as bad as IT at it. Uh, and I don't think Denny is who they picked sixth or eighth.
0: Denny oh, Avdia?
1: I gonna... Yeah. I don't <laughs> know how good he's going to be. Mo Wagner is the GOAT. I get it. But <laughs> I don't think you can have... I think they're going to be bad again. I think they might... I think they should tank for Cade, Cunningham.
0: So, what you're saying is...
1: They're bad. And I what you're
0: saying is we're going to have Detroit in the second seat. <laughs> uh... Alright, Grant. So, uh, periodically during this NBA season, I hope you will rejoin me on this podcast to discuss the NBA goings-on. I'm sure we'll have... Hardened news this season will have. If there is a Giannis. segment talking
1: about how bad the Wizards are, I will be there. Okay.
0: Can we make the a
1: specific
0: thing? Yes, that will be a weekly occurrence. The
1: Wizards are still bad. Period. Wizards wow! check! Exclamation point. Wizards check. They're still bad.
0: All right, Grant. Thanks for coming on. All right, folks, that's our show. Thanks to Grant Cole for coming on to talk the NBA. And we recorded that segment the day before Giannis announced his contract extension with the Bucks. That's just the way things work sometimes. So we'll be sure to discuss that in the next week's episode. And I'll be talking about the Mandalorian season finale. Uh, looks like same topics next week. <laughs> same topics, same time, same place. All right, thanks for tuning in for this first episode, it means a lot really. Uh, hopefully I've earned your subscription to this feed. If you did enjoy it, please suggest it to a friend, a family member, a coworker. Brooklyn Nets executive, maybe. Word of mouth really helps with the uh, you know the growth of this podcast. So with that, see you in the next one.